Yo fam, it's been a minute. Your boy has been a bit inconsistent. We've got some got some good things going on. Here's what I'm focusing on. First off, I got me a new sponsor. I don't know if I've mentioned that before, but it's funny. I've intentionally not gotten a sponsor since I moved to Columbus. Not that I didn't think about it at all. It just wasn't a top priority because I'm like, I've done that before. I've worked those steps. I've read that book. I don't need any, I don't need anybody, any regular dude in the rooms to walk me through anything. I already know it. I need to try some new stuff. And although that was also accurate, getting into some therapy, doing some men's work, doing, looking at childhood and family history stuff, which has been very beneficial. It hit me a couple of uh, months ago that something is, something is off. That's not, that's incorrect, but kind of this sense of a couple of people asked me about it. Do you have a sponsor? The answer is no. And the circles I run in when you don't have a sponsor, it's definitely a bit of a red flag, right? There's a big, especially with people that are, you know, under a certain number of years, but anyway, um, and so, but, but anyways, what it did was cause me to look at this. It's fine and good that I'm doing all these new things, but lacking the foundation or the rudder that that's what it felt like is being a bit rudderless i'm showing up to meetings i'm doing you know uh you know kind of going through the motions in my recovery i'm doing uh therapy i'm going to men's group a couple times a month i'm doing yoga uh four or five times a week but there's no real cohesion and there's no real accountability to any one person. I got my guys, I call it, do all that kind of stuff. But, but anyways, once I set out, started sharing about it, someone gave me a phone number, I called this dude and, uh, we connected and, uh, yeah, started working together. Interesting. Funny how that works. The, that's one of the great things about building up these skills that if you were to tell the average person, Hey, You should share about what you're struggling with or what you want or what you desire or you're looking to meet someone. Some random person that you don't actually know that just heard you share says, hey, here's a couple of people you should reach out to. Then you actually reach out to them and say, hey, so-and-so told me I shared this in a meeting. Someone told me to call you, so I'm calling you. And you talk and chat have a bit of a conversation a couple of times and go, oh, this would be a relationship that I would like to to explore and then have them go, yeah, I'd like to work with you. Let's do it. Right. And that that is so abnormal for most, um, even people in recovery. There's a there's a bunch of people that wouldn't dare you know, reach out to someone they don't necessarily know, or maybe that's even just one of the things that they, um, you know, it, it, it kind of shows an element of, I guess when I used to do that early on, it was like this element of desperation, 
you know, you hurt bad enough, you start being open to some, some different recommendations. But anyway, um, I got a new sponsor. What's interesting about the guy is he's a Buddhist monk and Buddhism is never really something that I've explored a ton. I've always thought it's a little bit, um, hippy dippy is not the right word, but I don't know. Uh, abnormal, (laughs) not familiar. That's really what it is. But, um, what he's, what he's really reminded me of or giving me perspective on is this idea of how powerful my thoughts are and how they typically are geared towards worry, what ifs, things I need to do that aren't done, uh, what, what, what he would and people would refer to as suffering, right? This, our, our ego and our thoughts are about suffering, not suffering in the sense of things are terrible, you're burning in hell uh, kind of suffering, right? We're talking about, oh, what if I, uh, you know, what if I don't get that call or, oh, shoot, I forgot to do such and such. I, you know, I started doing a meditation this morning. I thought about paperwork that I uh, don't know if I even have that I'm worried that I forgot to sign that I haven't thought about in months, right? That uh, I thought about what if we don't get this house? We just put an offer in and got an offer accepted on Lake House up by Lake Erie. Oh, uh, uh, what if we don't get this house? What if they find out that somehow we're unloanable um, or find out about this uh, business or, you know, whatever, right? All these things, as soon as I close my eyes, just to simply count 10 breaths and think of nothing else. That was my strategy for meditation. 10 breaths in and out, counting them without thinking of anything else. I've probably got a list of 15 things that I hadn't thought about that I need to do. Now, as soon as I open my eyes and as soon as I get back to, you know, regular life, I don't think about any of it when I have time, when I can actually sort it out or uh, when I have the choice to go sort those things out. I don't even think about them. But as soon as I try to meditate and clear my mind, boom, all these worries and fears and insecurities all come up. It's it's shocking how uh, it's shocking what happens when I try to quiet the mind all for a good thing, right? For to to, uh, to to connect with spirit, to cut down on stress and worry. You know, all these things are for mental, my overall mental wellness, so I can be better husband and father. All these things, uh, all this BS comes up. It's crazy, shocking. Um. Anyway, we did we did get that house. Hopefully, by the end of August, beginning of September, we'll have closed on it. I'm definitely a little nor- nervous, but um, we're excited. It's up by uh, about 30 minutes northeast of Cleveland. Uh, very, very, very close to the water in Lake Erie. Um, I've had a couple had a couple of speaking gigs, workshops that passed, so they went really, really well, and. Um, consistent with yoga it's also nice to have some direction in my recovery my uh, 
my new sponsor gave me an assignment. I'm going back through the basic text. You know, that book that I would complain about and say it's too basic and too simple. And, you know, I need something more, uh, more intellectually stimulating. That's, uh, you know, if you know me, I'm not, uh, I'm not super intellectual, but I just make up excuses not to look at it. But as I look at it, almost in a sense of through new eyes, in other words, I had an old sponsor, so we would read these other books. And the point of reading the other books was to understand the Alcoholics Anonymous big book better. And I kind of forgot about that perspective is although the basic text in Narcotics Anonymous is basic, you know, all this other work that I do is uh, an effort to have better understanding of myself, life perspective, to help me understand that book better, ultimately to help other people coming in the doors that are new. Uh, anyway, that's what's up. I hope to be more consistent. Uh, I miss y'all. If you know anybody that needs to hear this, make sure you share it with them. And, um, As always, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And we would love a rating or review either uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other platform that allows you to rate or review. Love you. Holla at your boy.